0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Witty Writers Show. I'm author Beth Wersdale, and I'm here with the fantastic Mark Gottlieb from Trident Media Group. Hello Mark.
1: Hi, good to see you, good to see everyone again. Nice to be back.
0: I am so excited about today Mark because over the course of our various shows we've had so many comments and questions all about querying what they should be doing what it should include should they you know give all this other information that they're thinking of so hopefully today we'll be able to give lots of information lots of feedback and hopefully get through as many queries as we possibly can now I'm just going to add a comment um to the chat there we go um all it says is that if you would like to share your query letter with us today pop the details in the comment section, and we will try and get through as many as we possibly can. Um, obviously, we, we've got lots of people join. I can see them popping up, popping up, popping up, which is fantastic. Mark and I will try and get through as many as possible. However, please only do one query. Um, and, and once we give you the feedback, we'll have to move on to the next person because we want to try and help as many people as possible so if we do give you feedback write all the notes down and then go and work on it um we don't need to see it again in today's show because obviously we've got many many to go through um i think that sounds fair don't you mark mm. yeah we want to try and get through as many as possible um now before we go straight to the queries i just as a as a top literary agent mark i just want you to quickly go over what people should have in their query letter what is the standard format for a query letter because obviously we've got lots of new authors that have joined us today so
1: yeah I think a query letter should all fit on one page uh you know up front in one to two sentences has have the hook or what the book's about uh you know in like a very quick short elevator pitch fashion you know you can mention a couple of Comparative titles, books that you feel are similar to your book in some way that were recent best-selling books, and then maybe a paragraph or two about some of the exciting plot details of your book without too many spoilers, and then a paragraph, you know, of uh, relevant writing experience and writing credentials in the way of an author bio, and then that's it. You open the letter, you close the letter,
0: and all on one page. Fantastic. Now, just an FYI for all our new authors, there are a couple of places that I I would definitely recommend to search for literary agents. And that is Publishers Marketplace and Query Tracker. Both have legitimate lists of of agents. Now, I'm so sorry if you can hear any banging and noises. My house is in chaos at the moment with work being done. Um, And unfortunately, even though they're supposed to be taking a break, can hear still hear banging so i apologize you'll just have to just grin and bear it um okay we're gonna say we're gonna go to the comments straight away because we've got lots and lots of people joining us um we've got heather she says hello to you both from Gemma and i and heather will be querying soon she's started um her new novel which is fantastic okay vikram has got a comment for us Says Mark, thanks for your time. It means a lot to us aspiring authors. I have written a trilogy, each book is around 80,000 words. Do you have any advice on how to pitch a three book series to an agent?
1: Hmm. Um, I think it's worth mentioning it's you know planned to be a trilogy or series, but to also say that, um, the first book you know is strong enough to stand alone and be open ended enough that way. Um, less so agents but publishers don't feel like they have to over commit to something that if they need to buy the first book see how it does then they can very easily buy other books in the series if they if they'd like to and i would recommend having um short descriptions ready to go for um you know the, the later books in the series yeah
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, We've got Peggy who's joined us as well. Hello, Peggy. And James has joined us as well. He's been looking forward to this since it was announced, apparently, which is fantastic. Welcome, welcome, James. Um, Heather says, I am currently in early development, editing, rewriting stages from my second draft. So when I have my manuscript as perfect as I can get it, this is the query letter I have ready to submit with it. Thank you in advance for your time reading it and for your feedback. Uh, Let's try and. I'm not sure I can get all of this up. Let's have a look. Okay. Okay. Heather, I can't see all of it. um, And I want to read the whole thing for you, darling. So, what I would recommend, Heather, if you can, I'm going to turn my phone back on. Heather, if you can send it to me in a message. Um, a private message, and then I can read out the whole thing. I think that's probably the best thing. And then I can read it all out in one go. Um, let me just double check. Make sure. sure. Or,
1: you know, also it might be easier for people to just sort of, because really the, the hook, the pitch should just be a couple of sentences. So yes, if they want to do that, we can get through that yeah. much more that easily. Be- and and the, that way the messages won't get clipped.
0: Uh, agreed, agreed. So just add your hook and your actual pitch for your story. Um, and then we can go from there. Um, it's so frustrating. It, honestly, we're we're doing something new, aren't we? So we're we're learning as we go, which is uh which Yay. is always good. Uh we've got hello from laurie Hello, laurie Um, thank you for joining us. And Heather has sent it. Look at this, she's miss efficient. Okay, so I'm gonna read it out. Let's have a look. Okay, Okay, I'm, this is Heather's, Heather Skinner. I'm pleased to be querying for my novel entitled The Forest Floor. My credentials include winning a, a local short story contest in May of 2021 and ongoing education in the writing field with online classes I am taking. I also enjoy being an active part of the reading and writing community through my book club, hosted by Heather Skinner, um, pages on YouTube and Facebook. And then we get to the story pitch. The forest floor is about Love Nikolaus, who is trying to start, trying to start over two years after losing her hearing and thus losing sounds that used to trigger. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Synthesia's colours flowing out from her wings. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. It's not a word I'm familiar with. As colours suddenly begin to return, she finds out there are layers of deception to uncover about the new world she thought she knew, about who her family and those close to her really are, and about the role she plays that was fated since the rule of the Greek gods. I've written it as a fantasy YA that can be enjoyed into adult age ranges. I would appreciate the opportunity to continue writing this writing in this world. The titles would continue to be named after each layer of the rainforest, leading up to the top emergent layer final book of the series. I would also love the opportunity to create a companion picture book to go along with the forest floor, per the adorable request from my six-year-old daughter, other works I could provide at this time for submission to you would be a variety of picture book manuscripts and ideas. Um, it then goes on to details about Heather. What do you think?
1: Uh, I think it will first having a version of that which is distilled into a very short, short pitch, like the one or two sentences, and then the having some comp titles handy. Because uh, it sounds like young adult fantasy, um, so maybe some some bestsellers from the YA children's fantasy category, and um, yeah, it sounds like an interesting start. Um, I don't know about the the companion book, you know. Although maybe publishers would do something like that as like promotional material, you know, that's supplemental to the book. Yes. Um, but uh, it sounds like a good start and um you know pretty unique so um yeah mm-hmm.
0: i would definitely say with heathers uh i uh, there's such good information there but i think if i was editing the the query letter i would definitely shorten it and pick out i think it's important isn't it for authors to pick out the the main key points and make it as dramatic and as intriguing as possible um so losing losing her hearing um the fact that it normally creates patterns with you know colorful patterns with her wings that is a quite a good good point to to keep in there um but also making it a bit more dramatic around the deception because obviously you know most stories have to have some sort of conflict or something to overcome. and I think that needs to be a bit more little bit more dramatic and maybe condense it down a little bit. Um, But I must admit, I'm very intrigued by that one. It does sound fantastic. Uh, Thank you for sharing that, Heather. Um, I always say, oh, Josephine's joined us. Hello, Josephine. Thank you for joining us from the UK. Um, I always say to my clients, I think it's important to look at what is already out there, isn't there? Because a lot of the big Big book franchises and the big movie franchises have a really epic hook that just grips you straight away. You see it immediately, um, and then they, their description is just as dramatic. You know, I when I talk to my clients, I always say to them, "Look at the look at the book, the the movie trailer for like Braveheart, and 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 you know Divergent and things like that because they're always so gripping and." <laughs> When you hear it or read it, you almost want to go duh, 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 mm-hmm. at the end because it has that sort of feel, doesn't it? Um, we've also got Tom, who's joined us. Hello, Tom. Hi, Tom. He says, "Great to see Mark back on the Witty Writers Show." Thanks, Beth and Mark. You are so welcome. Um, Mark and I have both recently moved, so we've both had a lot to deal with. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been uh, a journey. Um, Lynette has joined us. She says, hello to you both. Looking forward to learning how to pitch for introverts who can only pretend to be outgoing for about 20 minutes asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. We've also got Theodore who's joined us. Hello, Theodore. And we've also got Ruben. Um Ruben has given us his query letter. Ruben, we can't see all of it, unfortunately. So uh, if you could message me with your whole query letter, uh, just send me a personal message. Um, I will make sure that I've got all my messages. Yeah,
1: or, or also, again, a, the best use of time is if people just want to write one or two sentences because then, you know, this exactly. nothing gets lost. and.
0: In exactly, it. let me just uh go down to that, okay. Um, let's see what we've got so far, okay. Dear whoever, my debut novel, Queen Bee, follows Clement Justice Zervanian, a modern day Noah who was born to bear the weight of the world as he witnessed the collapse of civilization and fulfills his destiny by becoming a beacon of light to the survivors. Now, I don't know about you, Mark, but straight away, when I read that, I think it needs to be shorter sentences to be more gripping. Um, so, for example, um, my debut novel, Queen Bee, follows Clement Justice Zav- Zavanian, a modern day Noah who was born to bear the weight of the world, full stop. Clement witnesses the collapse of civilization and fulfills his destiny by becoming a beacon of light to the survivors. So just splitting that long sentence into two makes it a bit more dramatic, I think.
1: And then, yeah, I think that that could be enough for just beginning it. I mean, and to further simplify things, this, probably this epic dystopian and apocalyptic tale of global scope Um appeals to the higher nature of humanity. Yeah. And, you know, just to, you know, look at it in terms of economy of language and make the best of the the time and space, you know, writers have to present their work to agents and editors to grab their attention right away.
0: Yeah. And there's a good hook there as well. I mean, you know, a modern-day Noah. Um, I mean, that's a great hook to start off with. So um Clement, a modern day Noah born to bear the weight of the world. To me, that's a great hook. Mm. So I, I think we need to look at hooks and, as, as you said, just condensing it down to make it a bit more dramatic. I think mm. uh, we've also got Darlene. Hi, Darlene from California. Thank you. Thank you. And we've also got a new viewer called Denise. Hello, Denise. She said, what makes you see money in a query? That's a good Uh, question.
1: Probably three things. One is a well-written query letter. You know, that's the first indication to me that if someone can write a good letter, they might be able to write a good book. And uh, something that sounds exciting in terms of, you know, the actual meat and potatoes of the book, like, is this an interesting and unique story? right and then lastly who the author is their background in writing their experience with writing
0: exactly exactly and also I mean it might be a super hot genre right now you you know sometimes it's just hitting the market at the right time isn't it if there's a big push on say fantasy then if a fantasy story that comes across your desk that might be slightly different but you think it could be really hot right now that can make a make a big difference as well. Um, We've also got a message from Risha. Hello, Risha. She says, how do we send our query letters? Oh, okay, Mark's popped off for a second. We'll get him back in a second, don't worry. Um, So, Risha, there are many ways that you can do this, but the most standard way is to either go to the literary agent's website, um, where some of them have an online form that you can fill out, or most literary agents will actually have their details there with their email and ha- what they expect. Um, the best way to do this is to go through. There we go. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was kind of dramatic.
0: <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> Technical
1: difficulties. Sorry about that
0: that's fine um the joys of being live i was just telling Risha um that there are two main ways to contact agents and that's by either going through their website and doing their online form or going to the website and seeing how they want it via email and then you normally give a description don't you of how many pages you want to be sent uh yeah our
1: website yeah we have a our submission guidelines um you just go to tridentmediagroup.com forward slash submissions and they have instructions there and you fill out the form and you select the name of the person that you want to send, uh, you know, your submission to. Um, so the, uh, you know, at most agencies, I think go about it that way. Very few of them are taking self-addressed stamped envelopes anymore. Uh, most of them prefer, I think that way.
0: Yeah, I think most uh, the last time I queried, I think most of the time it was an online form. Um, and you generally get an email once you have filled out the form to say that it has been received, what sort of time frame you're likely to get a reply. Um, and sometimes the replies are fairly standard. Um, but, you know, th- the main thing is, is to go through legitimate sites to find legitimate literary agents and i know i keep repeating this but it's so important because i get so many emails and messages literally every week never pay a literary agency to publish your book don't do it if it's a legitimate and well-respected literary agency like Tri- trident media group um they will pay you in advance if they think your book is going to earn money um you know, at the end of the day, um, and that can vary, obviously, um, but you should never have to pay a literary agent or a publishing company to, to publish your books.
1: Right. Our work is commission-based, and um, agencies should not charge what's called a, a reading fee to basically read a, a query letter or a manuscript. We just we do that in order. We just read material to find, you know, new potential clients and we don't charge clients anything other than after we were to sell a book to a publisher a commission
0: yeah exactly.
1: so yeah there's um
0: so if the, if the book sells and the author owns so does the the agent and the, the the publishing house so that that's the way it works um I, as i said i've got so many messages and comments constantly about this um but for those who have only just joined us, if you do want to query and find a legitimate agent um, like Mark and, and a, you know, and, and other agents go through Mark uh, Publishers Marketplace and Query Tracker. They have it listed. But also do your research. It's super important. There's no point in querying an agent who doesn't represent your genre. So always you know, research and look at the agents and make sure that they do actually represent the type of book that you want to pitch. Um, Okay, we got a question from Ashley. Uh, Hi, Ashley, she says, so my question is, I've had two agents request fulls, she means full manuscript for those who are new, Um, but ultimately pass. They always say my writing is funny and quirky, but just not for them. I'm torn as to what to do. Is it worth it to get a developmental editor to look at my manuscript?
1: Hmm. It's a tough call because publishing is such a subjective business. Um even best-selling authors, you know, people can read James Patterson and feel two completely different ways about it. Yeah. Um so, you know, I wouldn't be discouraged, I'd say just keep keep um trying and uh See what the other responses are, and if something connects in the right way. And you know, with regard to doing a, an edit on the manuscript before approaching publishers, it's something you you really have to think about because, first of all, it's expensive, and second of all, you know, you have to think if it's it going if it's going to be worth it. It'll probably benefit the manuscript no matter what. But um, some editing does take place at the level of the agency before publishers are approached, um, and even at the publishing house too, after a book's acquired. But at the same time, it can't hurt to have a, a manuscript and a query letter that's as polished as can be before approaching agents. So if it's if it's reasonably within reach, why not?
0: Yeah. I mean the fact that two agents have already asked for to read the full manuscript is a really, really good sign. Mm-hmm. So I mean that means that your query letter's obviously working. It's getting the interest. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe it's just it's not for them. And and who's to say they haven't already just picked up a client with a similar book? You just mm-hmm. never know. Um, but keep trying, Ashley. Keep trying. Um, we've also got Laurie. Hello, she says, if you query an agent and it's not a good fit for them, but they invite you to send another project to them, would you directly message that same agent when you are ready? What's the most respectful and appropriate way to do that? Very good question.
1: Um, I would, again, go by the guidelines of the the submission form on the website our for instance our form says i think it's something like either 30 or 45 days maybe something like that if you don't hear a response it it might equate with a, a pass and then you could try other agents at the agency at that point if you want and at that point of course you could try to query the same agent again but you know if they weren't i think if they weren't responding to your work the first time Unless it was simply the subject matter of the book, as opposed to the way in which, you know, maybe it was written, Um, then it might be worth trying a different agent at the agency or a different agency at that point. So you're just not running up, you know, kind of against the same wall. Um, Yeah. 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 But it couldn't hurt, I suppose
0: yeah exactly exactly and 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 they if they if they have invited her to share future work then it might be worth you know just adding in in the new query um thank you for inviting me to show you other work as per our last conversation uh, just to remind the agent that they did ask you to to resubmit new work because you know i, I mean how many queries do you get a day
1: could be hundreds i mean in a <laughs> industry, you just multiply that
0: so. yeah exactly so sometimes it's always worth reminding an agent that they have asked to see your future work um because that way they go oh okay maybe i did we'll look at this a bit more closely um lynette has uh sent me um a query let's have a look okay so i'm going to get right down to the crunch let's have a look Okay, with the hook, without an end, there can be no beginning. Freshly single, Gillian Fleming spent years building a family life she thought was perfect. It was not. Her husband left and her daughter is heading off to college, but there is no time to sink into a funk now. Her beloved grandfather is in a health crisis and it's up to Gillian to care for him and his dilapidated beach house. Each chapter brings new stories. Sweet characters come and go with each of their own secrets, unique romance challenges, discoveries of love and women's friendship. Interesting. Okay.
1: So is this one full length novel? Because it's a little bit misleading to say each chapter brings new stories. Is it a collection of stories?
0: I'm just, okay, let's look. Okay. She says, recently I've had a short story in an anthology and a full novel of women's fiction, both published traditionally. Um, Let me see. Okay, I I think it's multiple main characters, if you like. Um, It says, Margaret just wants her husband's memory back. Oh, this is a full novel, she says. Mm -hmm. Margaret just wants her husband's memory back. Carol, the klutzy shopper who is always the first to snag a deal, the Beach Biddies book club whose members dream of writing a novel. Beth, a young mother with too much on her plate and more on the way. So I think she's given us multiple characters and it does sound extremely intriguing um, but I think it needs to be about one main person really, the pitch. She says, Jillian begins reinventing her life and the old beach house with the help of loyal friends and a man from her past. Summer finds Gillian with everything she wants, offering advice, insight and inspiration with a side of humour that fills her soul. Gillian's chance to journey home to the small town she never forgot might be exactly what she needs, but is being owner of the sea sprite in everything her heart wants. Mm. So I think, again, it needs to be a bit more condensed and just focused on Gillian, the main character. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it sounds like good women's fiction, um, you know, to know some of the background of the previous book would help because the success of that book is really going to determine the the success of this sophomore novel, you know, like publishers look at the prior sales numbers and if it's not good, then you have to think about how to reposition yourself, this book. So that'll be important to know and then where the story the short story uh, had been published um, and then some comp titles might help. Like, seems like, um, I don't know if this is like meant to be lighthearted or darker. It sort of has like darker beginnings, but then there's some silver lining. So I don't know if it was like Mary Alice Monroe type of book, like female friendships and beach houses and things like that or if it was like kind of darker domestic suspense so just to I think the comps will also help with that a little bit to to know better um but yeah I think it's a good start
0: yeah definitely definitely um she says absolutely light so it's a light-hearted story and she said the first novel was published by a small press publisher with no reach at all um we've all been there it is it's Oh, she said no darkness. So it's a completely lighthearted story. So it'd be fantastic. Summer read. by the sounds of it. It really does. Thank you for sharing that, Lynette. I really appreciate that, my angel. Um, now we've got one from Sean. Um, he says, here's a super, super compressed version of mine. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Beyond the Overcast Sky is a high concept literary spectacular fiction complete at 90,000 words. The age of miracles meets the tone of the sequoia nagamatsu, how high we go in the dark. For 30 years, the world has lived without sun until today. Great hook. Makaya is a scavenger in a dim, sunless world where nothing green can grow and society is slowly crumbling. It's been this way for 30 years, ever since the unexplained worldwide weather phenomenon known as sorry the end cut off but that is a that is a, i'll enjoy that <laughs> yeah i think that
1: portion you read about the sun uh, the, the uh, earth having lived without the sun for 30 years is an interesting hook it's very like kind of snow piercer how there were they're basically there's a generation that remembers a time before everyone had to board that train in in an apocalypse and there's a, a generation that uh, had no memory of that because they were born on that that train or whatever. Um, you know, I think you can leave out the word count um, because we, we're going to assume that writers know what they're doing, inquiring agents and editors, that they've learned what normal word count ranges are for books. They adhere to them. So to me, that just takes up space.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, the comps seemed good. I'm not as familiar with them. Um, uh, you know, to know know more about the writer's background, I guess later on we would find that in a query letter, not so much in the hook, Um, but sounds interesting, sounds unique, kind of like, um, there was a movie a a while ago called The Chronicles of Riddick, I think that actor Vin Diesel, um, and everyone lives underground, the world without light, they have like special eye goggles, kind of like, you know, they live like mole people underground or whatever um so it could be unique and interesting um
0: yeah. yeah I really enjoyed that and and the nice thing is is Sean kept the sentences short and dramatic uh, which which creates that intrigue so well done Sean I really enjoyed that one mm. that was very very good mm. okay Heather says thank you both I took lots of notes this is all super helpful info you are so welcome um We've also got one from Michael. Hello, Michael. Thank you for joining us. Um, He said, oh, my gosh. Did we skip one or no? um,
1: Maybe Vikram after Heather.
0: Let's have a look. Did we
1: already hear from Vikram? I don't think Um, we did.
0: I think Vikram's after. Okay. After this one. After this one. Okay. Now, I'm going to struggle with this one. <laughs> pathism. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, Michael. I'm so sorry. Hylopathism Belief in the sen- sentience of all matter, animal and vegetable, drives Jared, a God-fearing gourmet chef, to extremes in an effort to justify himself to the vi- violence of his craft. Mm. Again, might be worth trying to sort of condense that a little bit more I think complete at 80,000 words Um, Hylopath blends literary and commercial fiction into a work of psychological suspense with recipes interesting, will it appeal to a wide range of adult readers from culinary enthusiasts and amateurs of philosophy and theology to fans of character driven thrillers and literary horror
1: I think, so if we leave it up for just one moment, I think um, having a title that's just easy to pronounce and, you know, catchy, I think is probably the way to go. You know, a lot of people are going to struggle with this title to, to pronounce it. Yeah. And because yeah. um, it's just not a word we regularly see a lot. And. Um, uh, belief in the. Drives, I, I would just say, you know, okay. So the the hook, belief in the sentience of all matter, animal. Eh, um, I would just say belief in the sentience of, of all matter drives a God-fearing chef to uh, extremes in an effort to justify the violence of his craft yes uh and then leave out the word count um you know you could say um,
0: it could even just
1: leave the rest out
0: yeah it It could even be slightly shorter than that you know jared a god-fearing gourmet chef driven to extremes to justify his his violence um or something that short you know it can can condense right down can't it but it's intriguing Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. very intriguing thank you very much Michael we appreciate you sharing that is absolutely uh, awesome now we've got Vikram there we go hi Vikram thank you for joining us as well um he says here's an excerpt from my query letter a rebellion a deadly plague and two teenagers What could possibly go right? Hmm. Uh, That's a good hook, very good hook. Welcome to Union City, home to two unruly boys who've grown weary of serving the regime. June is a measly loader. Day in and day out, he loads area night canisters onto conveyor belts, only to watch them disappear into tunnels leading to the outside world. Isaac enjoys a more stimulating job at the area night refinery, spending his waking hours mining this potential fuel.
1: So I think um, just keeping the hook to a rebellion, comma a deadly plague, comma and two teenagers, m dash like a long dash. Yes. What could possibly go right? That's it. It's all you need. Yeah. As to the names of the characters I see there's like a lot of kinds of like nods like a tip of the hat to Frank Herbert's Dune and Isaac Asimov and I think you know readers of science fiction will probably catch that very quickly and easily yeah. and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or not I mean it's nice to again want to kind of tip tip the hat to the the masters of that genre but i think it's better to maybe so it doesn't take the reader out of the story as much like you know if one of my characters his their name was like shakespeare you know people right away would less so be thinking of my character and more so thinking of william shakespeare
0: yeah and 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 subconsciously comparing the two I would imagine as well. When you throw something in like that, that people automatically start comparing it because you've triggered that association.
1: But I think the hook is good, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was very, very impressed with that. Um, I see another one from Michael. I'm sorry, Michael. We can't go back over it, unfortunately, because we've got so many to go through, but we appreciate it. We really, really do um we've got Rub- ruben says thanks beth and mark for so much for your feedback you are very welcome mark is so good um okay risha says i meant to say how do we send our query letters to the show oh okay risha all all we need is your hook and your story description and that's it. That the rest, obviously, because we, we can only fit so much on the on the comments section. So if you just give us literally your hook and your story description, your pitch, um, that's all we need, and just add it in the comments. Oh, that side. Add it. Add it in the comments, and we'll pop it up for you. Um, Ashley says, "Thank you. You are very welcome, Ashley." Um, Starla said that was a great question earlier. It really, really was um laurie says thank you uh, mark and beth you are welcome and she says yes that helps oh i I love the fact we're helping so many people it is fantastic star has joined us hello starla she is an amazing (laughs) author. she says what is the best approach for african-american writers i've heard it is extra challenging for people of color to find agents willing to take our manuscripts
1: i think it's quite the opposite agents are and editors are really looking for people lots of diverse backgrounds right now more so than ever i would say um you know it's probably harder for a straight white male in publishing now than it's ever been um so i think it's a good thing because um again publishers are really hungry for like new kind of diverse stories and different voices and things like that whether it be your religion or your sexual orientation or your or your ethnic background or what so, so um, even neurodiverse people so yeah. publishers are really looking for that it's a good time
0: yeah and the thing is when when, when you're when you're querying an agent um, unless you unless you actually tell the agent Agents don't know your ethnicity or, or anything about you unless you tell them. So so as long as your query is super good with a great hook, a great pitch, um, it doesn't matter what your background is. You hmm. you get that agent's interest, aren't you? Hmm. Uh, especially if you know, if your story really grips the agent off the query letter page. Um, so and you're in you're right, there is such a big shortage and people searching for something new, different from from diverse cultures. Um, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Um, okay, Josephine, she says, Beth and I developed my own short hook. We did, mm. and we had fun doing it. It was it was great. Mm. Um, Lynette says, Thank you so much. You are so welcome. You are very welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oh, there we go. Sean says, Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and we've got Yvonne who's joined us. Hello, Yvonne. She says, Thank you for this great event. You are very welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's been it's been coming for back for a while. And um, Michael says, Thank you for the feedback. Mm-hmm. You are welcome. Uh Vikram says, Thank you, Mark. Super helpful information. Mm-hmm. And CJ, she says a scorned mistress, a hopeful gal, and a widow find their lives tangled together.
1: Yeah, she's really got the idea behind what it means to have like a good punchy hook, you know.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That is a very, very good hook. And I like the fact that she's put a scorned mistress first because straight away that's like intrigue right there. I absolutely love it. Um Josephine says, talking of hooks, I use for my book called Listen, you never know what you will hear. I Ooh. like that. My own words, that is fantastic. I I mean, less,
1: less is really more. You know, as storytellers, people tend to think I need to be expansive because a book is so big, but it's not about that. It's about intriguing people. So they say, Oh, tell me more. Yes. Not, oh, tell me too much. (laughs) That's so true. Only more.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay. uh, Barrington. Hi, Barrington. Um, Says, I've heard that authors should include comp books in a query. Should it be included?
1: Yeah. We talked about that.
0: For sure. We did. It's super important, isn't it? And as Mark said, you know, agents and publishers want to have comparisons because especially if if it's compared to a book that's done well and it's it's been hugely popular because that gives them an indication of the possibilities of how well your book might do um and also if you can do a comparison with a well-known book you know the agents more like to have read it themselves and straight away get an idea of what type of story it is isn't that right mark Okay, let's have a look. We've got some loads of comments. Um, Starla says, "Thank you for the info. Great show, very informative." You are welcome. We're so glad to be helping so many people. Um, let's have a look. Right, Sean says, "The first chapter of my novel recently placed third in an international first chapter competition. Should I include this in the query letter? And if so, and if so, where?"
1: In the author bio.
0: There we go. Author bio. Thank you very much, Lee. Um, Yvonne says, my HuffPost piece was viewed by over 1.5 million readers. Since I'm gaining traction, can I query literary agents with two to three chapters I've published in um, NYT Salon, Newsweek and elsewhere?
1: Well, I'll screenshot it and I'll go look at your article later. It's that's a good platform to, to have been published there to have gained so many views. Um, books, nonfiction books, if assuming it's that, are sold on you know two to three sample chapters, uh, sometimes one or two sample chapters, and basically a, a book proposal. But it's important to know what the book's about first. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. I see
1: and... the link there.
0: Yeah. yeah very kindly put it underneath so thank you for that Yvonne um we've also got Denise's question she says hot genres what would you like to see more of in the future question mark uh
1: you know it's hard to say because never know until you see it and then um sometimes the stuff can change but um you know I'd say fiction is still very female-driven, you know, female protagonists, um, women, stories focused for women, really. Uh, Kind of the male-oriented thrillers are harder to sell uh, in more recent years. Um, Lots of diverse stories, um, you know, writers who have great um, backgrounds in writing. Uh, In terms of nonfiction, the platform's got to be massive not just the ideas unique.
0: Uh, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a constantly changing business, isn't it? it? I think publishing is its own animal. <laughs> you know? yeah,
1: the amazing thing is it's still, at the end of the day, just about good writing and good storytelling. So, of course, it goes without saying. You need that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Barrington says, thank you. I enjoy. Oh, I joined late. We don't mind Barrington. Better later than never. That's what we say. Um, Yvonne says I'm writing a memoir about adoption and mental illness.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Now I think those two topics are fairly hot right now. Not massively hot, but they are. Um, uh, there's a lot more out there, isn't there, to do with adoption and mental illness, especially because it's you know such a high high priority health issue at the moment um but adoption also because there are places that are opening up their records and making it easier for adoptees uh, to to reconnect with their birth parents and stuff um so that's a fairly hot topic at the moment yvonne so good luck to you i i wish you all the best i really do um now i can't believe it but we're nearly up to an hour already it's gone so quick it's gone so quick um if you aren't watching this live and you would like us to have a quick look at your query letter maybe give you a couple of little tips or whatever um pop them in the comments um just the hook and the actual story description the pitch um and and mark and i will try and and have a look when we get chance. I do have more time than Mark, I have to say, because Mark is so busy, um, obviously, with clients and queries and everything else as well. So so we will try our best. Um, but just to go over quickly for our new viewers, because I can see them popping on and off, on and off, they're supposed to be working, I think. Um, make sure you keep it short and sweet. Make it gripping, intriguing. Um, and make sure when you do look for an agent, look for agents who Cover your genre. There's no point in sending a query letter to somebody who doesn't actually represent your genre. It's just a waste of your time and energy. So go to Publishers Marketplace. Query Tracker is a good one as well. I love Query Tracker because it does what it says on the box. It, it helps you track who you've sent to. You can mark who's replied to you. You can mark the date and everything. So it makes it super easy to keep tabs of who you've actually contacted because um, it's a bit of a pain um, if if somebody forgets and they end up querying three agents in the same week for the same company. <laughs> it doesn't help no one. It just looks like spamming. Um,
1: well, I, Beth, I have to run, but maybe we do a part two, you know, if there are other people who send their pitches, you know, later on.
0: That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Mark, thank you so much for everything today. You've been thank absolutely you, them. um please join us for the next witty writers show and keep tabs please like And subscribe to my page because then you'll get updates of new events that are coming up and you'll also get reminders as well uh, but thank you everyone for joining us today thank you so much Mark and we will see you next time on the witty writers show so thank you everybody remember if you want your query letter looked at put it in the comments just the 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 hook and the pitch and uh mark and i will either try and get back to you in the comments or we will save it for our next witty writers show um so thank you for joining us and uh